0: To get started, visit plushcare.com weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. We're going to have such a wholesome relationship. I'm going to marry her. But the longer that Jessica spends with him, the more that she realizes that Jeffrey is more feminine than her. Jessica soon becomes unattracted to him and leaves Jeffrey for... Adonis. Just imagine this. It's a beautiful, sunny day. The sky is blue. The children are playing. And right there in the middle of the park, Adonis is having a picnic date with the most beautiful woman, Anastasia. She can sense how masculine he is, how strong he is, and how protective he is. And that means that then she can be feminine and submit. She can't get enough of him. If you desire a beautiful, feminine woman as a man, you must first become masculine. Men are objectively becoming more feminine. You know, there was a poll in the UK I'm interested to see what you'd think of this. They asked young men if they felt completely masculine. Guess what percentage of men in the UK said that they felt masculine? Was it 80%? 50? 40? 30? 20? 10? 5? 2.5? It was 2%. 2% of young men in the UK reported that they feel completely masculine. And this poll also asked the older men, 50, 60 years old, asked them the same question. It was 56%. Masculine energy is seen as toxic and problematic and it's being thrown Throttled inside of men that where we've got up to is that if there's any masculine role model, he'll get cancelled. If there's any man with masculine energy, he is literally on a radar on like a list right now for these big corporations to just ruin his life, to try and take everything away from him. You saw this with Tate, you saw this with Sneeko, you'll see this with myself. I've been cancelled on two platforms so far. You see these guys want to come in and rise men up to become more masculine and strong. But these virtues are not only not rewarded in the Western countries, but they're punished. Having said that, we know quite frankly that women fuck the masculine guys. Men. Men who aren't very masculine struggle heavily in life, are more likely to kill themselves. It's not toxic masculinity that leads to a man killing himself. It's the modern day feminization of men that leads to that. Because when men were more toxically masculine 50 years ago, 100 years ago, they were killing themselves less. The rise of the feminine man perfectly correlates to the rise of the dead man. They are literally spreading advice that is resulting in more men killing themselves. And yet they think that we are the bad people for me to tell you, oh yeah, go to the gym, and meditate. There is evil out there in the world. And to fight that... Conveniently, you need to be masculine and strong. And so today, we're going to discuss a bunch of habits that you can do to develop your masculine energy. You probably don't even know what you're capable of just yet. You probably don't even know your potential. It's so problematic. The advice that we've been given for most of our lives, which is to be feminine, to be weak, to be submissive, to be a good boy, which destroys something inside of us. We need to take responsibility as men and try our best to do all of these habits. Here is a list of eight habits that will increase our masculinity. They are all important. You should try to do all of them. But if you're only going to do one. Maybe start with the last one first. Number one and one of the most important and underlying habit and behavior pattern for masculine men, compete. How many times have you heard soft men say the same phrase over and over again? You know which one, the Jeffrey phrase that every weak man likes to say. I don't compete against anyone else. I just compete with myself. <laughs> that's not how competition works. You can make progress to your younger self. That's awesome. But you can't compete against yourself. That's a silly modern idea that weak men who don't want to compete with other men because that's scary and that's hard. That's what they say to themselves. Oh, I'm not competing against them. Why wouldn't you? When I hear a young man say, oh, I'm not competing against anyone else, I'm just thinking like, why? (laughs) That's one of the best parts of being a man. Go find another guy who has the same goal as you and compete against him. That's what makes everything more fun. Why wouldn't you want to do that? As a young man, you might not have known this just yet because your drive to compete with your fellow man has been destroyed. Again, because of the issues of the modern world, you went into school and education system and they gave everyone a participation trophy. If you were one of those boys who were really good on the field, you know, in sport or in football or whatever, you might have been rewarded in some senses, but you may have had a little bit of pressure to like let the other kids have a go. <laughs> let them play too. The feminization of the education system has meant that now boys don't compete. The most crucial part of masculinity is that we compete because if you think back about the olden days, the days of the cavemen, the hunter-gatherers and then once we developed more and we got into tribes, we were competing against the other tribe. We had to know that, okay, there were some boars, some mega fauna nearby and the enemy tribe are killing some of them. They're taking that meat and we want the meat. We want to feed our women and children. So let's go in at night time. Only me and you. Let's silently creep up to their village. You see them right there. Use the spear and murder him. Murder his son too. He's old enough to fight. Now take their women. Take their children. They'll be our slaves. Bring them to our village. Our tribe is bigger now because we just competed. Do you know what's so interesting right now? I've just told you a very real story of what used to happen, what men used to be like. Me and you would have grabbed spears, went to the enemy tribe and we would have murdered their men, taken their women and children. It's a morally wrong thing, right? And yet there's something inside of you right now that feels alive, isn't there? The stories of masculine, purely masculine, Women. These men back then probably would have had thousands nanograms per deciliter of testosterone. Our testosterone levels are like 500, 600 nanograms per deciliter. They probably would have had a 4,000 back in the day, at least over a thousand. That's what's been reported with men of just a hundred years ago. Never mind, 50,000 years ago, like the caveman shit. Something inside of you feels excited. We're not going to go murder some people. We're not going to go women or anything. You feel it as well, don't you? That is your pure masculine energy, your primal energy that's been stripped away from you previously, but is slowly coming back to you as you watch my videos. So compete. That's the Fundamental masculine habit compete against other men, take what they've got. What do you compete in in the modern day? We can't just go to an enemy tribe, like an enemy city or something, start killing the people, right? We can't do that, obviously. So, what do we compete in? Well, that brings us to the second habit that we can do to increase our masculinity, and that is fighting illegally. This is best described in the movie Fight Club, and you've probably seen that, right? Brad Pitt and the other guy, and you know, like they go like underground and like the guys start fighting each other. You know, it's got like there's some big um, philosophical like explanation and shit, but like just the concept of men getting together and fighting, like physically. Punching each other in the face and then afterwards being like good together to unleash some like primal energy. We can't really do it exactly like that, although that is a plan of mine. I'm not gonna lie, like, we're creating our own fight cult. Just stay tuned in my community post to hear about that. Like, I'm not even taking the piss, like, we're literally gonna start fighting each other like, dead ass. Like, I'm gonna start having like this event in Dubai where you can just come in and just fight me, hurt each other a little bit, but you know, like, it's a friendly spa. But if one of our noses gets popped, it's okay, bro. Stay tuned for that and keep looking at my community post on this main channel if you wanna hear some updates for that. I've been organizing this fight event, like, the sparring events, which will be weekly in Dubai, because I've realized how important literally physical fighting is for men. When you couple that with the discipline of learning a martial arts, and especially learning that with, you know, your friends, your brothers, the gym that you really like, and the coach there, and other guys, it's one of the best things that you can do as a young man. Think about Tate, would he have went anywhere near as viral if he wasn't like a world champion kickboxer? If he was just like a rich guy who had the same personality, but he just missed that one bit of his title, would he have had the same amount of clout? Probably not. think okay well he would have had like 90% of it right the attention you get is exponential with every new thing that you add on to yourself for example we've got 1.3 million subscribers would we have 1.3 or even one or even 500k if i didn't build a body that looks like this because the video that popped off and actually got us viral in the first place was me teaching you how to build a body like this and how we've been able to pay for everything you know we've got more than 10 employees is that i sold a course on how to build a body like this so you see everything is exponential so for tate would he actually have went as viral if he wasn't a world champion kickboxer probably not describes to you how important it is to have this extra bit of credibility to your name. So how exactly do you get into fighting, into martial arts? I've got a video actually on how you can start, but TLDR, literally just go onto Google Maps, search for the martial arts club, boxing club, MMA club nearby, go to the closest one. Usually you can just do a session for free. As soon as you've done one session there, you kind of understand things. You're like, oh, okay, that's where it is. That's how I get there. This is what I do. You know, I walk in, I put my shoes here and stuff. Once you know that, it's easy. Most people who actually want to do martial arts never do just because they never go and do the first session because they overthink it too much over things for like six months straight before I joined my kickboxing club in my hometown back in the UK. And if you're local to Dubai or you would fly over here for like a holiday, you can join my fighting club, like my fighting cult and that'll be announced very soon. The yeah. third habit that's going to increase your masculinity is very interesting. It's diet optimization. You probably wouldn't consider that we talk about diet here. And this is very important. I'm not a fitness YouTuber. This is not me telling you how many calories to eat and uh, how many grams of protein per pound of body weight or uh, uh, how many you uh, If it fits your macros, one gram a pound per protein. No, that stuff's nice. Bro, if you want to, like, really, you know, maximize your bodybuilding life, okay, sweet, that's nice. But what most of these fitness YouTubers get wrong is that they eat shit food that fucks up their mental health, their physical health, their hormones, their testosterone for the name of bodybuilding, and that's not a good thing. You see these fitness YouTubers these days, I don't even need to tell you which ones, you can literally just go and search, like, if it fits your macros, what I eat in a day, what I eat in a day, and you'll see these dickhead bodybuilders doing, like, this flex next to, like, their kitchen table when they've got packs of, like, Cocoa Pops there, like, they eat like children and they tell their fans to eat like children too because, you know, if it fits your macros, like, I need two hundred grams of carbs so cocoa pop is a carb isn't it well yeah but it's sugar dumbass yeah sugar's like shut the fuck up bro these guys are literally eating like 300 grams of sugar per day diet optimization if you want to increase your masculinity which in this case we're going to be talking about testosterone how to increase your testosterone through your diet cut out from your regular diet alcohol and sugar no exceptions you should not be having these things every week but that being said there is a potential for you to like allow yourself to be off your diet every now and then oh it's your birthday and you want to have a drink fine you went to this fancy cafe and they've got like this cute little treat like a sugar thing. Okay, yeah, fine. The last time you had sugar was like a month ago. That's fine. You don't have to go like crazy with this. But if you're eating sugar, like refined sugar, and obviously sugar's in everything these days. But if you're eating like a big sugary treat that's got like 100 grams of sugar, like some, I don't know, some cake or some shit or cereal, like these fucking bodybuilders who just eat cereal every morning. If you're eating like this shit twice a week, three times a week, four times a week, your testosterone is going to go down. And you are going to get fluffy. Even if your macros and calories are the same. This is what these like brain dead fitness YouTubers don't understand. If it fits your macros, doesn't fucking work. You can eat 2,000 calories of pure sugar and you will gain more weight and more fat. If you ate 2,000 calories of just protein, there's a difference of how different foods are impacted into your body and how much fat you gain. Any dickhead who tells you, oh, it's just about calories, that's like literally the most simplistic thing ever. Oh, It pisses me off because everyone's gonna comment on oh, Actually, no, actually, Hamza, it's physics and it's just calories. Like, no, it's not. Look into just a little bit further research and you realize this shit like thermoregulating, like essentially how much heat you burn from the thing that you eat and it's different. Participants in a study who only ate fat, so literally just foods that were 100% in fat, gained the most weight. And participants who ate food, 2,000 calories with just protein, you know, to see the effect on their body composition and stuff, they gained the least weight. But it was the same calories, because a calorie is not just a calorie. A macro is not just a macro. There's different kinds of protein. You could get 30 grams of protein from whey protein, and 30 grams of protein from some bullshit vegan thing, and they're not the same. This will literally help you make more muscle, even though they're 30 grams of protein. It's not the same. The same with, like, carbs. This pisses me off, right? I'm saying this rant, because if you're into fitness, like I've already gotten you into, and you're into, like, bodybuilding, you want to build some muscle, you need to know this, because these dickheads will ruin your physique. They'll ruin your health. They'll ruin your testosterone. They will tell you that if you have 100 grams of carbs at the end of the day, it will make no difference to your physique if you eat 100 grams carbs worth of ice cream or of rice or of potatoes. These dickheads are telling you that there'll be no difference. Imagine that. So 100 grams of carbs is 400 calories, right? 400 calories of ice cream, 400 calories of rice. Which one is going to fuel your workout tomorrow better? Which one is going to lead to less fat? Which one is going to help you over the night to keep building muscle? These dickheads think that ice cream would be the same because it's carbs, right? It's it's carbs, No, forget if it fits your macros. Forget one gram a pound per protein a buddy. No, literally eat like an old school man. Eat like a warrior. You think a warrior is having like a fucking strawberry milkshake? Oh, but you know, 75 grams of carbs and I only need 75 more. No, eat like a warrior. Meat, vegetables, some carbs, fucking potatoes, rice, whatever. Every meal of the day, eggs, steak. That's it. Eat like a warrior. It's that simple. When you do that, you literally don't even need to change anything. You don't need to like think about your calories. You don't even need to think about your bulking or cutting. All you need to do is if you want to bulk, eat like a warrior and eat... Until you're like past feeling full and actually like you're really really full. And if you want to cut, eat and still be hungry, we don't need to get over complicated with this. Eat like a warrior. Interestingly, those warriors who were going to war back in the olden days, when they won the war, honestly, quite a lot of them were still going to like the bars or the fucking brothels and still drinking. Then, so you can see, like you can still cheat on your diet at a certain point if you just had a massive victory. You know, you want to indulge in your cravings. It's not a good thing to do that. You know, if you're doing this like once every three months, it's not going to make a difference. At that point, then you can ease up a little bit, have the ice cream. Because I've said so many times in every video that I've made about diets, what we want is. A a diet that adds to our life not that takes away we want a diet that increases our health and everything fine but we want it to be just flexible enough not like a fucking 10,000 calorie challenge like these dickhead fitness youtubers do like bro literally just go search 10,000 calorie challenge on youtube this is the new pinnacle of health these days these are the athletes these days oh look at me crispy cream donut go fuck yourself where are the healthy athletes these days where are the athletes who literally just eat like athletes this pisses me off and you can see how much time i've spent on this i hate the fitness industry so much more honestly like i hate it so much, I hate the fitness YouTubers that I see, there's literally, let's just move on, the fourth habit that will increase your masculine energy is lifting weights, we'll cover this very briefly because I talk about this all the time, lifting weights, specifically bodybuilding to build an aesthetic body that you're proud of does wonders, fighting and going to the gym just to, you know, like fuck around and go on the cardio machines is nice and you'll get a health benefit from that, that's nice, but a huge change happens to your masculine energy inside of you of how good you feel when you look good, I think I've changed most young men's opinions of this now, previously before I came onto the scene, anyone who said that they wanted to look good, Was criticized by these Jeffries who said like, oh, you shouldn't care how you look. I don't care how I how how I look. And I came onto the scene, one million subscribers, over 100 million views. And I looked at the camera and said, I care how I look. I want to look good. I go to the gym because I want to look good. Sure, yeah, your healthy stuff, yeah, sweet. I eat healthy, nice. But I go to the gym and lift weights, fucking hypertrophy rep range, 10 to 15 reps, right? I do that because I want to look good. Because looking good makes me feel good. Because I take pride in my appearance. When I went through the application for the Royal Air Force in the UK, this always stayed with me. One of their like values that we had to remember was pride. Very interesting. One of the values of the RAF was pride. We take pride in our appearance. We take pride in our work. And from that moment where I saw that, I started having this confidence. Yeah, I take pride in how I look. Yes, of course I do. I take pride in what my body looks like. So just going to the gym is nice for a health benefit suite. But there is a lot to be said for specifically building an aesthetic body that you're proud of. And that comes from building muscle and having a low body fat percentage. You want the best workout routines to hit that goal and build a body that actually makes you proud and even attracts girls. There's free workout routines linked in the description. Go have a look at those. And number five and the easiest way way to get a testosterone boost speak to beautiful women your masculine energy comes out when you're around beautiful feminine women now the issue is most women these days aren't feminine and if you're around a masculine woman you will actually begin to feel more feminine you need to be around women whose masculine energy is far lower than yours you are way more work focused than she is because when you have this divergence, when you are so much more masculine than she is you will feel amazing next to her at least for me i know this is the case literally i know if i'm around like a feminine woman just by like looking into her eyes, you know, if we're talking about something, my dick actually begins to get hard. Literally. We don't even have to be talking about anything sexual or anything. If I'm around a woman whose feminine energy is way higher than mine, and my masculine energy is way higher than hers, my dick begins to get hard without, like, any kind of sexual stimulation or anything. That's how fucking beautiful this, like, experience is, being around a woman who is actually feminine. And you know what's interesting? This doesn't even need to be with a woman who's, like, totally beautiful either. But there's an issue here. Just like the previous points, a lot of the world's young men cope. A lot of men are copers, and you may be one. You may have had this attitude of, like, oh, well, I don't care about girls. Just like in the previous point, so many Jeffries had this attitude about, I don't care how I look, uh, so many guys these days have taken a big step back from women and dating. And you know what's very interesting, bro? You know, in my monk mode period in 2020, for like a solid year, bro, I did like literally just fucking grind it. I was working out like three hours a day, not even to make gains, just to fucking push myself, right? Total focus, one hour of meditation a day, bro. I went fucking obsessive with self-improvement. You know what's interesting? Through all of that, I didn't stop dating women. Why? Because I've known something and this was further confirmed to me by the book, The Way of the Superior Man. That's a fantastic book. I've got a full guide to it. You can go and watch. That's really the book of masculine energy. It's a fucking amazing book, right? This book taught me something and it said, do not allow your desire for women to be suppressed. This book was released a while ago, but it was so relevant now and, you know, the year ago when I first read it, that so many men have suppressed their desire for women with this cope of like, oh, well, I don't really care about girls. And the author of this book, The Way of the Superior Man said that when this happens, not only you lose this important masculine energy towards women, you lose it towards the world. You become like a shell of the man. You're supposed to be You wake up And you just focus on Like getting tasks done And chicken off a box And stuff And you don't actually go out And fucking penetrate the world Like you're supposed to do As a man I think it's very important That you actually have Women in your life I think it's important That you can navigate your life With women Not without them There may be some periods Where it's nice to be in solitude Away from women Those should be very short For most of your life As a masculine heterosexual man You should want women around you You should The thing is you do Every heterosexual guy Actually wants this But you've seen it right There's this modern Sort of like weak Jeffrey propaganda that's convincing men to say like, oh, well, I don't care about getting girls. I don't care about girls I'm just focused on me, but I'm not competing against anyone else because I'm just focused on me. That's weakness That's suppression. Do you think the ultimate masculine man is saying, oh, well I don't care about getting girls He's like, no, of course not bro. The ultimate masculine man adonis loves feminine energy. He loves women Of course he does. You can't be like a real heterosexual masculine man without this desire You can't and you don't realize how much you're holding yourself back by suppressing your desire for the opposite sex Which is literally your fundamental need go speak so some beautiful women Go navigate your life with them I have countless videos on my channel And I'm so glad and so proud of myself That I've been like the major face To actually make men feel okay with this I came onto the scene And everyone was a Jeffrey I came onto the scene two years ago I swear to god Everyone in like the men's space Self-improvement products, Everyone was a Jeffrey Everyone was like focused on themselves, self Not competing against anyone else Literally there was no masculine man in the space Like at all the only like masculine men with the degenerate like red pill YouTubers Of all the guys in the self-improvement space They were all doing this Like oh you know I don't care about girls Like no fat day 67 Seven, huh? I came onto the scene and I was a lot more vulgar back then. And literally one of my first videos I was like, I want to fuck women. Of course I do. And the amount of like feedback I got, whoa, like whoa, this guy wants to fuck with, whoa. I was so surprised that people thought that that was like shocking. Of course you do. Do not let your desire for women to be suppressed. If that happens, you will destroy your masculinity and your testosterone levels will actually tank. If you want a healthy testosterone level, a healthy masculine energy inside of you where you're actually more work focused, allow to feel your desire of women. When you walk past a hot woman, it's okay to look. It's okay to think like some dirty thoughts in your mind. It's okay because your desire for women is your desire for the world. But having said that, the sixth habit that's very important is semen retention. So we should have a desire for women. We should have a desire for partnership, for love, for sex, for dating. But we should be careful, quite frankly, of how much we come Ejaculating as a man is not always a good thing. Maybe this is the first time you've heard this or maybe you've seen so many no-fab semen retention videos, so you know what I'm about to say. But a lot of guys don't actually know this. A lot of guys don't actually ever think of what the consequences are of coming too much. And this might seem really weird if this is the first time you ever heard this but trust me okay like if you could just blindly believe me you know if you've seen my videos you've seen the comments you think you know he's on my side he wants the best for me please just trust me as a young man if i could give you like a rule right try to ejaculate like bust the nut honestly like once a week max like if you don't want to be on total nofap right if you do like i don't think you should still like masturbate or anything but if you did want to honestly like once a week should be the maximum amount semen is the thing that makes you a man it seems weird and maybe no one's ever said this you've never heard this in school your parents have never said this so this is like the first like real sex education class you're actually getting from someone who's unfiltered. Please trust me, semen is incredibly valuable to have inside of you. When you expel it, you get this like little spasm of fucking pleasure, right? And it feels nice, right? But the trade-off, like the ROI, is actually negative because then you'll notice this now. I'm so sorry, like I've put this onto you, but you'll notice this now. For days after you ejaculate, you will actually be less masculine. Like straight afterwards, imagine the dip. Like just before you were like ferocious. You were like a fucking ferocious animal. Literally, you can't wait to like fucking you know, like bust a nuts, spread your seed, right? That's purely masculine, right? And afterwards, you're like there. Little fucking like, spasm, dumbass on the fucking bed, like oh, oh, oh like, legs like shaking and shit. Good, good, good. The tissue. Oh. And what happens after that? Do you think straight after busting a nut, you're so ready and disciplined to go conquer the world, to go compete against other men, to go speak to other women, or do you feel a little bit shameful? Imagine you bust a nut within 30 seconds, like you know you've cleaned up and shit, right? And then you go outside or something, right? And there's a woman there. Are you gonna feel as confident and as horny for her, which you should do, before or after you bust the nuts? Imagine you're gonna compete against a guy. You, you guys are gonna do like a hundred meter race, right? Are you gonna run? faster or slower when you have this masculine seed inside of you and you're horny. You want to know, like, the pattern of behaviors for men. We build up this horniness because we have more and more semen developing in our testicles. We build this up, we get really horny, and then we want to use this to impregnate a woman. Even if you don't really want to get a girl pregnant, that's, like, you know, what our core desire is. If we don't have a woman right now to have sex with, there's two things that can happen. One, if you're a Jeffrey, you go onto to Hornup, you go onto some shitty, dirty website, OnlyFans, because that's like kind of a woman to impregnate. So you start watching that shit and then you bust a nut. But two, if you're on self improvement and you've taken a big step back from porn and all that shit, then you're horny as fuck. You don't watch porn. You don't have a girl right now. Then you start working on yourself. You start actually pushing yourself harder because then you kind of know, if I work hard and I build more muscle and I look sexy, I'll probably be able to get more girls. So that energy, that sort of like pure masculine energy, if there's any masculine energy, it's really that, isn't it? That gets turned into your drive for self-improvement. So many guys waste it. So many guys, as soon as they feel horny, honestly, like a monkey, like a dumb little creature, just start and just spasm They're like, oh, 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 oh. two minutes of pleasure, five minutes of pleasure, boom. And now they've just lost 10%, 20%, 30% of their masculinity for the next few days. Someone who is a compulsive wanker is usually never going to become successful. The moment that a young man's life changed these days is that he already has been addicted to porn and ejaculating. When he stops that, and you know, it takes a bit of a trial period because you stop, you get so horny, you end up doing it again in, like one day, then two days, then three days. But when you start to get weeks at a time without busting a nut, you realize like, yeah, it's horny and you know, you get distracted, but you realize how fucking masculine you feel. Things about that, like, if you go a week without ejaculating, you get so horny, you can't even do anything. If you want pure masculine energy, that's, like, the extreme side of it. You get so horny that even though you want to do work, all you can think about is fucking girls. And that might be, like, a little bit of a good thing to experience. Maybe you don't want to go that far that you're so distracted, but you certainly want to progress to that. Be careful. I know this is so weird to say. Be careful of how much you're ejaculating. As a young man, like, very young, like, you know, 12, 13, 14, 15, right. Generally, you can do it more than as you get older. What I've learned from these communities, not, like, the shitty nofap YouTubers, like, any YouTuber who talks about like no and semen retention, most of them are shit. It's like a few sort of like underground communities and shit. But what I found is that as you get older, your ability to recover from ejaculation actually goes down, and so you can actually ejaculate less. So for example, a 14-year-old, you shouldn't be doing this shit at 14. But obviously, guys are a 14-year-old could bust a nut, lose his masculinity for like an hour, and then be recovered after that. You know, 15-year-old, the same thing, right? But as you get like, I'm 25, right? For me personally, if I bust a nut, bro, I literally feel I am quite conscious and self-aware. So maybe that's an element of this. But if I bust a nut, I can literally feel a difference for about 2 to 3 days afterwards. There isn't me saying like oh you know I'm so like weird or whatever. I think I'm just one of the very few people who can really feel this, who's aware of this, but I think everyone else my age or even just most guys actually have the same thing, but they just don't feel it because they're not actually like clued up on this. Now that you've heard me say this, go and investigate. Don't obviously like oh I'm just to go jack-. like next time you do it just investigate how shit you feel for a while. Just think is that ROI worth it? Because yeah, it's some pleasure, but like we know pleasure's not even good for us anyway. How does that even build you as a man? But if you kept that horniness, you're so horny that you actually want to go to the gym because you're like, yeah, I'll just go to the gym because eventually I'll be like looking sexy and I'll start getting some girls then. The seventh habit is to stand up straight with your shoulders back. That is the first rule for life in Jordan Peterson's book. And it's a lot deeper than you think. So I've explained it in the video that I made about him. But the very quick explanation is that this phrase, stand up straight with your shoulders back actually goes deeper than just body language. It's nice to have good posture and stuff. You've heard this, right? But Peterson expands this so much more and he explains to us that your body language actually correlates to your position in society, like your status. And that correlates with your happiness, your serotonin, dopamine, and even testosterone. So, like, the fastest way to seem like you could elevate your position in the hierarchy. You know, the hierarchy of men is Jeffrey Adonis, right? And everyone else is right in the middle. Most guys don't really think about this because it seems cringe to think, like, oh, yeah, hierarchy. Those guys never even move up the hierarchy. They never even elevate their status. The guy who's actually status-seeking actually goes and increases his status. I think we're built different to a lot of guys, you know? I think a lot of guys are slightly broken. Yeah, it's sad because, obviously, it must be because of modern conditioning, but so many guys have abandoned their masculine energy, their masculine desire for status. These feminine men I see on the internet who have abandoned this and say like, oh, they don't care about status. I see them comment on our videos, oh, it's cringe that you think about Jeffrey and Adonis and you want to get higher than Adonis because why, why, why can't you just be happy where you are? And I'm just looking and thinking, are you actually a man? Are you a man with that phrase? Can't you just be happy how you are? If you have any level of masculine energy inside of you, if you're actually a man, you can't just be happy being a fucking loser, being Jeffrey or being close to Jeffrey, you can't. If you've had the experience of a man, You know exactly what it feels like to be down there in the, like, the bottom of the social hierarchy, don't you? You know exactly what it feels like. Every single day, you feel like shit. Any guy who, like, criticizes me for this, I just think, like, this man, he has something wrong with him. Because any man who's experienced somewhere in this status hierarchy knows how shit it is to be the bottom guy in the group, in the environment, in school. You know the experience of a guy who's down here? You get the back of your head slapped by the guy who's bigger up. And yeah, you know, just being an alpha doesn't mean that you have to be an asshole. But generally, if you're down here, other guys can't even help but to just make fun of you. You've had experiences of this. So when guys say, like, oh, well, why do you care about status? I'm just thinking like because men literally kill themselves when they're down here, you dumbass. Any man you see who says, "Oh, I don't care about status, don't care about her," you know that they've got like 100 nanograms per deciliter testosterone. Honestly, as simple as that. You know that those men are like literally broken inside. If you are a man with masculine energy, you want to climb the status hierarchy. Of course you do, because it's like in your mind you'll be thinking like, well, yeah, of course, like that's the point of life. Like, what else would I do with my time? Just play video games. I'm not a fucking Jeffrey. So of course you're gonna be thinking, yeah, come on, Hamza, teach me how to get up here. Teach me how to get more like Adonis. That's why you watch every single one of my videos. It's trying to teach you how to go from Jeffrey to Adonis, isn't it? Some guys literally argue with this and I just oh, it pisses me off, bro. And those guys have big platforms. I see this shit all the time and I'm just like, holy fuck. This entire space of like men giving advice to men is literally just broken and I'm so fucking glad I came on the scene because before I was on YouTube, bro, you were taking advice from some fucking 200 nanograms per deciliter little soy boys who didn't even go to the gym telling you about productivity, bro. I'll say that again. Before I came onto the scene, you were taking advice from these other guys who didn't even go to the gym and they were teaching you about productivity. They didn't even go to the gym and they were teaching you about how to be a Man. This entire space was a fucking joke Not only because of the creators But because of the consumers Because every fucking guy was so weird And so like lacking masculine energy I don't care about computer I literally cringed at this entire space Seeing all these fucking dweebs And I was like bro I'm gonna take over this fucking space I'm gonna use masculine energy The thing that all these dweebs are scared of And I'm gonna dominate all of them And look at this Who's there to compete with now? Yeah Tate fair enough He's a masculine guy With masculine energy You dominate the competition And that's exactly what you've seen We've done with our movement Before you go and leave a comment right now How do you feel? Because so many guys Would have just watched The last two minutes of me ranting And actually bigging myself up, taking a bit of pride for my accomplishments and saying, yeah, you know, I came into the space, I did so well, yeah. So many guys would have heard that, you know, that desire and accomplishment of mine to elevate my status. And they're going to start leaving little intellectual comments right now. Oh, you shouldn't care about this. You should just compare against yourself. You should just compete against yourself. <laughs> How did you just feel over the last few minutes? This will be a great indicator of your masculinity. If you heard me rant just then, and especially when I just said, yeah, I came in, dominated the scene. If that made you feel excited, that's a good indicator of your masculinity. If that made you feel insecure, a little bit disgusted, newsflash. The feminization of men has taken your birthright away from you because if you do want to be a man, when you hear another man preach about his accomplishments, there's only two things you should feel. One, excitement, happiness, you know, positive emotions or two, not this feeling of disgust like, oh God, that, that guy's talking about his success. That offends me. No. The second one should be a little bit of jealousy, a little bit of anger, maybe, just maybe you should be watching this video. If you're someone who wants to be in my space, but you should be watching this video, hearing me preach saying like, yeah, I've taken over the entire game. The self-improvement space was a fucking joke before I came on. We changed it forever. Maybe you should be watching this, thinking, "Oh, really? Did you, Hamza?" We'll see about that. Give me six months, and I'll overthrow you. The male guys who are like that, maybe less than five percent, maybe like about two percent. The male guys would be happy, you know, for another man's success, maybe about eight percent. Ninety percent of men are fucking losers. This includes the intellectual motherfuckers. This includes the little soft motherfuckers, the low testosterone. Oh, I don't compete again. I've said a lot in this video, and you're probably getting pissed off. But the eighth habit of increasing your masculine energy is very interesting. It's actually improving your mental health. I don't think many people actually talk about this, and generally. I've found that the people who talk about men's mental health are not masculine at all and I've not liked seeing that because if you go down the men's mental health route usually those kinds of guys they'll lead you astray what I found when I came into this space was that we needed to speak about two core habits to improve your mental health both habits you can do within five minutes and I go through a detailed breakdown of exactly what to do in my full mental health guide it's like a two hours long where I've sat down and I've literally thought of every way that you can improve your mental health and I told you my personal story of the shit that I went through like some of the shit you You probably wouldn't even believe. Click and watch that full mental health guide right now. Do the hard work, especially when you don't feel like it. Hold up! What was that?